It's been a minute. It has been a minute, but we're back with an all-new episode of Sideshow today, where we're going to recap our very fun, yet slightly chaotic, Pacific Northwest True Crime Fest experience. Yeah, we did a festival. Yeah, We did. We did our very first live show, and we didn't die, because we're back here, we're talking about it, and we live to tell the tale. Yeah, that was very interesting. It's, it's, it's just Auburn. Wow. The, the, the area itself, like the, where, where the fest was, like the college and everything, the campus was amazing, but the rest of it, ooh, okay. Glad we got out of that. <laughs> yeah, so I think the best way to do this is just start with day one. So, like, we had to leave super early in the morning. It was, like... Four o'clock when you woke up. Yeah, I had to wake up at, like, four to get ready because I had to do, like, makeup and hair and stuff. Uh, then we had to pack up all our stuff, and we hit the road at, like, before six. I want to say it was, like, 5.45. Yeah, I was actually pretty proud of myself for that. <laughs> we made it all the way to DuPont without needing a potty break, but then we did try to stop for a potty break. But then the McDonald's lobby wasn't open until, like, 11 o'clock that day. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, so we had to go to a gas station, and I was like, sorry. And yeah, But then we eventually made it up there. No problems. Got to the campus, which it was a really cool campus. I liked Green yeah. River College campus a lot. So yeah. we like unloaded all our stuff and we set up the booth. Well, you set up the booth while I like nervous peed like two more times. <laughs> and I came back and I was like, I'm sorry, it looks great. It does look great though. I think I just needed help like getting the flag up properly because we, did, we didn't bring any anchors or anything for it. So we just, I don't even remember what I used to begin with. I think it was that little, um, Oh, that thing that my uncle made. The wood sign. Yeah, yeah. the wood sign with the little berry. But I don't even think that that was barely heavy enough. And then they brought these, the gift bag for all of the vendors and everything with like the two mugs and whatnot. Those are pretty neat. Yeah, I'm excited to use those. Yeah, we ended up using that and then like a candy bowl for an anchor. <laughs> and I like looked over when we were setting up our booth and I was like, oh my God, we're so close to hide and seek. Because he was like down on like the lower platform. And literally all through day one, I was too nervous <laughs> to go talk to James at Hide and Seek. I did eventually, and we'll talk about that when we get to day two. And he was super nice and everything. But I just kept looking. Like, I literally, like, walked in and I was like, he's a real person. Uh! <laughs> like, I just, I fangirled. It was kind of embarrassing. So day one, we didn't have to perform or anything. So we just kind of got to, like, chill just meet some people meet a bunch and, of people yeah. we sold a bunch of bigfoot stickers oh good lord so many bigfoot stickers i wasn't expecting bigfoot stuff to do that well at like a true crime convention he's a popular cat he's a popular guy cryptid good thing we well we know that for thing. next time though which is a yeah. good thing like the pacific northwest themed ones sold really good we should try to like get like a, a false wall or something and like get the that that print that we have that's like signed by bob ginlan like like hung up somewhere I'm here for that. And it was really cool because while we were sitting at our booth, um, they had a screen showing all the performances that were going on on the main stage. Yeah. So we were able to like catch a couple shows because we couldn't really, you know, leave our booth. We kind of could if we like would be like, hey, Steven, you sit here while I go do this or I'll sit here while you go do that. But um, that was nice that we got to see a couple really, really good ones. Yeah, that was fun. And then afterwards, we packed it up. Oh, wait. I no, forgot. that's day one. That's it. We're just recapping day one. I know. I was saying we packed up oh, at the end of the day, oh, but that's oh. not what we did. We had an interview <laughs> yeah, with yeah, our yeah. very, very first magazine ever, podcast magazine. 
I shout out at oh man. And I, that should be coming out in March of next year, he said roughly is kind of like the game plan for that. I still can't believe I shouted out the Danny Brown podcast and your mom's house on that. He, just, he asked what podcast we listened to, and I was like, uh, yeah, that's really it. It's the truth. I mean, I, of course, rattled off like 15 true crime podcasts and also Let Me Ruin Your Life by Serena Shahidi <laughs> for variety. And then you came in strong with your mom's house and the Danny Brown show. And then he was like, Danny Brown your mom's like, okay like he, he I, I don't know that he actually really knew but he's he's gonna find out he's now. about to um <laughs> sorry sir <laughs> and, sin and since he had so many true crime podcasts to interview and get articles with and because we are a couple a couple of goofballs who brought up the danny brown show in our interview uh we'll be in the comedy section hey which i'm not opposed to at all because i'll take it i mean we try to keep it light we did. I mean, we generally do, except for, you know, when it's a topic that really, really requires us to be super serious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But the food also, I feel like that's pretty noteworthy. Oh, Not yeah. bad. Dude, the food was bussing, honestly. Dude, the burger that I got, so good. I know you got what did two you veggie get, burgers. What did you get day one? Day one? Oh, shit. Oh, uh, you got like a ham and cheese. Yeah, I got like a, yeah, I got a ham and cheese, which, I mean, the bread was, you know, to be, but it was, yeah, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed the veggie burger that I got. I got that both days, actually. Hell yeah. I should have just got the burger both days. Yeah, no, I'm dreaming about that burger still. I'm like, man, that thing was so good. They had really I, good fries, too. I just, that first night, we had the pizza for dinner, and then I was just kind of like, ah, I shouldn't just be eating burgers all the all the time and just all this grease. But hey, you know, it's the, it, I mean, you know, just keep it light, lighter on the grease. I got <laughs> grilled, grilled sandwich <laughs> and a burger, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so after our interview, we finally kind of, like, packed up our stuff. We went to check in at our hotel, which a lot of people from the fest were staying at, which was cool. And then we had to run back out to go get a pizza. That was a fucking ordeal. Um, <laughs> We were just starving, and we were super tired because we'd been up so early. And then, like... And then, I mean, my dumbass takes one wrong turn, and then, of course, that's going to fuck up the whole GPS route. Well, it's just driving in Auburn, unfortunately, is, like, none of the roads make sense, and they're all, like, overly complicated. Yeah. And we finally got to the Domino's and, like, got inside, and it's, like, we were, like, 10 minutes late to pick up our pizza, and some lady, like, busts in the door, and it's, like, I have a thing about my wings, and we're just, like... What you can wait for your wings, lady. We're starving. I'll fucking no. pay for them. Just. Yeah, right. No, but I just was like standing there, and I was like, okay, just just hold it together for ten more minutes, and then you can go eat pizza and just pass the fuck out, yeah, which is pretty much what we ended up doing. Yeah. Uh, shout out to La Quinta for having terrible TV options, but we were able <laughs> to find Beetlejuice and Hocus Pocus. Yeah, in the same night. I was so surprised by that. We also had a little bit of blood on our curtains in our room. We're pretty sure of. Yeah, I'm like, I wasn't gonna talk about that. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that that was blood. I am too, but it, I wasn't gonna. I, I wasn't gonna stare at it any longer. Or, oh no, we I just, just kind of like, you know the what? curtains. We were way too tired to deal with it. So fuck it, we're just gonna keep going. I was like, I'm not gonna place a call to the front desk about this. I'm just gonna pretend that it's not here. Yeah, we were barely in that room anyways, and mm -hmm. it wasn't on the bed or anything in the shower or anything I was gonna use. So I was like, okay, I'm just not touching that. Yep, and I'm gonna continue on with my life just keep on keeping on which brings us to day two Woo. so we wake up 
I'm nervous as shit because today's the day that we got to perform. <laughs> we go downstairs. We grab that sweet, sweet continental breakfast. Oh, dude, those eggs were busting. I couldn't eat any of my food. I grabbed two. What did I grab? I grabbed like two mini muffins yeah. and a yogurt. And they just sat there in the room. Dude, that yogurt was bullshit, though, because it didn't have any fucking fruit in it. They had the Yoplait shit. And then you didn't even realize until you get like until you open it. You just think Yoplait typically has fruit in it, right? These motherfuckers bought the smooth-ass yogurt. I was pissed. I still ate it, though. It was good. But what the fuck is Yoplait yogurt without the fruit? It's bullshit. And while I was getting ready that morning, I was listening to Hide and Seek. And I went back down to the lobby for something, and I was coming back up by myself. And I was waiting for the elevator doors to open. And the doors, ding! And they open, and I start to walk in. But I did not realize that James from Hide and Seek was about to walk out. So I just about barreled into him and was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so great first impression since I hadn't gone up and said hi to him the day before. <laughs> I was like, great. He's definitely going to be like, aren't you that girl from the elevator later or earlier <laughs> Like when I go up? Um, but yeah, we went back up. We grabbed our stuff. We checked out. No, 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 no. Then you came Then you came back into the room, and then you saw me, and you were like, I just ran into James from Hide and Seek. And I was like, what? And you were like, I just ran into James from Hide and Seek. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And the uh, only thing I'm thinking is, she's about to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like the, the thread that was holding me together. <laughs> Snapped with that happening. I was like, oh, God, I lost her. No. I, gotta... <laughs> I mean, I was nervous, but I also think yeah. that I actually had no, like you... a pretty good no, you did grip great. of better than it's been in the past with my anxiety with like public speaking and stuff. Yeah, you killed it. So we got to the college where we basically like set up our booth for like an hour and then kind of like put stuff back away because we had to go perform. And right before we were, well, not right before, but probably like t uh, 30 minutes before we were to head over to where we were doing our live show to start setting up and stuff, uh, someone approached us and they said, hey, we know Matthew Anfeld's mom. That's the guy that we ended up covering who disappeared for our live show. And she was wondering if she could watch our live show of him. And I was like, of course, you know, it made me extra anxious because that's just like an added layer of pressure because we don't want to hurt anyone or offend anyone in the process of what we're doing. We are trying to help not hurt. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, that's the intention behind it. And even if you have good intentions, you can still sometimes accidentally hurt people. It's so a fine line. It's a fine line. And yeah. sometimes it's a hard thing to walk. We we got to a thing. We set up. Our tech guy was nowhere to be found, which was... <laughs> For like 20 minutes. Yeah, really stressful, <laughs> honestly. That was probably like the one thing that happened that entire time that I was just like, uh, ah, what's going on here? Like everything else was like wonderful. We had people checking in on us all the time and being like, do you need this? Do you need that? Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, missing tech guy. So we had to walk down to one of the other rooms where podcasts were going on. And I think murder murder news was doing their thing and we were like i believe so yeah we were like hey knock on the door have you guys seen our tech guy anywhere <laughs> and they're like no <laughs> he's, he's our tech guy too and we also haven't seen him so we were like okay and i knew that they went on before us so and yeah we kind of came to an agreement of like he'll help you guys because you guys <laughs> go on before us and then please send him our way like the second he's done and he came in like honestly i had 
the doors open for our show. I was in the bathroom. I think yeah. I think he like showed up as I was leaving or like he, he walked in and then I was like, I got to pee. So I'm just going to. He literally showed up and I was like, the presentation's on the flash drive. And he was like, okay. And then somehow we got it on the computer without the flash drive. I think he just drag and, then, and dropped or whatever. And then he just walked over and said, oh, I like your focus right thing. I'm planning on updating soon. And then he left. <laughs> So Stephen wasn't here. I'm like, I'm having to make tech guy small talk about the interface, <laughs> which I know nothing about with this guy. So yeah, dude, I only record like my podcast and my failed music recordings and stuff on this thing. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rad. It's pretty trusty. You know, I've had it for like two and a half years. <laughs> and so then it was time to do our live show, and we we did the damn thing. We had a pretty good turnout. Uh, some of my pinup club came to support me. That was pretty cool. How many people would you say? Like 13, 14, maybe? Yeah, there's probably like 15 to 20, yeah, which isn't like, like that. super crazy. But you know what? It yeah. was big enough to like. Make you happy. It was. Yeah, it was big enough to make me happy without absolutely scaring me to death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because we'd been seeing the screen all day. We didn't know like where we were going to be, uh, where we were going to be presenting or, you know, how this was going to go down. We didn't even know that there were, like, other rooms where there were other people, like, doing their stuff. We just saw the one stage on the screen, and we were like, oh, shit, that's where we're going to be. That's, damn. Well, I knew that we were going to be over in the Salish building. Oh, okay. But okay. I just didn't know if they were, like, also streaming video from those oh, to okay. the entire fest, or if that was just a main stage thing. And honestly... I'm kind of glad it was just a main stage thing because I think that that would have added an extra layer of just like to me. I don't like being oh, yeah. on video. Like that's part of the reason I became like a podcaster instead of making YouTube videos every week. I know I got a face because for it would just be me fixing my hair constantly yeah. and scratching my face and doing all these nervous ticks and stuff, which I am getting better about. I did wiggle in my chair almost the entire time through our presentation, but that's what we do at home. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it ain't much different. And we prefaced that, too. We were just kind of like, yeah, we've never done a live show before. We're just, yeah, we're just finding do our it, footing. Dude. But yeah. I, I, everyone that I've talked to has said that we've done a really good job. I've gotten, you know, good feedback from people who were there, as well as some people who were just able to listen to the podcast episode that we put out about it. And everyone seems pretty happy with what we did. And what was really cool is at the end, I actually got a chance to talk to uh, Sarah, Matthew's mom, via the video call on the phone. And she was just super awesome about the whole thing. Um, she was really supportive and really understanding that we were trying to give the best accurate information that we could and just get his story out there and try mm -hmm. to hopefully, I would like to see the investigation be reopened um yeah i should have walked over and like actually <laughs> it's okay it was crazy bit, and yeah, you were trying to take down, stuff down yeah. and you know it was it was one of those moments where we had like i didn't know who else was people. gonna be in there and i was like i gotta yeah. get this stuff going yeah and we had like 10 people like trying to get our one-on-one -on -one yeah. attention like immediately after that happened so honestly i think that we handled that like yeah, as best good. we're not used to that kind of stuff we're two people who do this in our bedroom yeah. so when you add the live element of like trista 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 over here over here over yeah. here over here it's like it's like Give me, let me do this. This is the most important yeah. thing right now is talking to his mom. You know, like yeah. that was my number one in that moment. Um, but we might actually um, speak with her further in the future, get a little bit more information because she obviously 
she knows a lot more than what the police files can give us oh, and what yeah, from yeah she she's his mom you know it's no one's gonna know him better than that um yeah. so yeah we're excited to work more on that and see if we can kind of i don't know i don't know what we'll do with that we talked about maybe a couple different things that we'll do i don't want to really like claim any of them right now because clearly they're in the very very early planning stages but overall thing from that is she was happy with what she did and or what we she was happy with what we did and she's willing to uh, work with us more on this case in the future which i think is awesome and uh, we're gonna keep doing the thing gotta keep doing the thing always always doing the thing so yeah it was oh man it was a blast i like yeah i honestly even just like driving up there driving back even though i gotta complain about like driving around auburn and that weird just getting in and out of that fucking dominoes i just that was a fucking headache which is what the hell it was like the most inconveniently placed dominoes of all time and it was kind of my bad but i just chose the one that was nah. closest on the list you know what i, I mean i was like i need pizza immediately that's not your bad you didn't know it was going to be set up like that I just, dominoes is dominoes like it's going to be good no matter what it was just that road and that's yeah to like try to describe it it wanted us to take this like weird left turn onto another road that had like a concrete triangle in the middle of the turn lane so it's more of like a then, bare left yeah that then put us behind a mcdonald's and then it made us wrap around the mcdonald's parking lot to put us in a mini strip mall thing with a dominoes it was just like why can't this just be a strip mall it was bullshit <laughs> it was bullshit the only other time i've been more fucking frustrated in my life driving was um that one time i was with my mom in fucking oregon driving Oh my god. We were just trying to get some fucking gas. I think we were on our way back from Multnomah Falls. And I pulled off of the of I-5, went across this bridge or whatever the hell. And then I started noticing that, oh, these are all one-way roads. What the what the fuck? How the okay, hold on a second. That's Oregon, baby. Yeah. Bullshit. So I'm like, I'm driving one fucking way to try to get to a gas station. And then I realize, oh, I'm going the wrong fucking way. So then mom starts fucking laughing at me. So now I got to turn around and go away from the gas stations I'm trying to get to. You turn around properly. I go back in there. I get to the gas station and those are one way too. But again, the opposite direction in which I fucking pulled in. So now mom's fucking almost pissing her pants laughing at me and i'm like fuck it i don't care i'm just fucking parking here if anybody's got a problem with it they can deal with it and then i just got the gas and we just left and i was like i'm not fucking driving back to oregon again you can you can fucking drive next time and then since then i have driven back to oregon about four or five times so after we wrapped up our live show we kind of like headed back to the main building and we Grab some food. Steven worked on like some like promo y things that we're gonna have coming out, some trailers for the show and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh I kind of got a chance to walk around. Well, we both did. Uh to kind of walk around and actually get to talk to some of the people at the booths and the like podcasters that were there. And everyone was so nice. Like everyone that we talked to was so awesome. It was really cool to be surrounded by so many people that all had this like common goal uh talked about how israel keys is a dork with true crime bullshit <laughs> you know stopped in to see true crime cat lawyer over at their booth what they were doing was super cute that was rad yeah. pacific northwest haunts and homicides had like a super awesome like balloon board backdrop thing tons of people up. had stickers 
yeah so oh, many man. good stickers we got like so many good goodies at this the person across from us had candles and we got a couple of those we got yeah trista got a poison apple one and then i got this dope like little venus one so rad wick of the wood she was super nice she yes, gave me a tote yes. bag too oh yeah yeah oh tell them about the other tote bag you got that one's that one's rad where oh, is that yeah i ended up buying it's over there it it's oh, my... hitting the microphones i'll be right back yeah it's over there it's my uh it's my new laptop and library and occasionally grocery store bag but i got it from sablewood paper company and it's basically just like a little tote that says dna and fibers and spatter and luminol and fingerprints and handwriting so i saw the fest post about it before it was even like started they were like here's a bag that's going to be at our event and i was like it will be mine <laughs> it will be mine and i kept seeing people walking around with them and i was like i have got to track down i thought that was just like a bag they were hanging where out it at the door came from and then i finally found who was selling it and i was like i will be back i was like i have to go to a live show but i will be back later <laughs> today i promise i know people say this all the time and don't come back but i am coming back for that tote and i've used it literally every day since the festival oh yeah yeah i've seen it yeah every day i'm obsessed with it i love it so much <laughs> i really do i think my favorite like little freebie that i got it might have been man i wish i could remember who was was it bloodbath podcast it might have been bloodbath that was handing out the uh the self-defense yes key rings. yes yeah because i think they were the same ones that had those holographic stickers with uh, mm -hmm. the little black cat on it yeah yeah i got me a little it's it literally like matches our podcast logo color it looks like a little french bulldog but it's a little like get too close to me and i'll punch you with it <laughs> i'm so excited about it i've wanted one of those for like a really long time and i'm just hyped to have it like i have my pepper spray that's for the six feet and back but then like if you keep coming that's when you get the <laughs> fist of fury you get the spiky hand. i need to get two one for each hand <laughs> I gave you the one that I grabbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You well, got I got to put that one on the truck key rings. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite thing was that I got was the, yeah, that Venus candle. Yeah. Was, yeah Which kind of has right. a cool story behind it, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were just like sitting at the booth and whatnot and just kind of hanging out. And then, yeah, the woman running wick of the wood that's it right mm -hmm. yeah she came around and was kind of like checking out the other booths and and whatnot and uh she was just kind of just kind of talking and whatnot and i was like yeah your candles look dope i wanted to buy one of the venus ones and then i, I saw you like sold out she's like yeah that one over there this left like it like the neck was like broken on it or whatever and i was like damn i was gonna buy that and then she just walked over grabbed it for me and then yeah yeah, I got it ever since then. And it just, we just had it on the table there because I was like, I feel like this just fits the oddity part of like our podcast because she doesn't really have a chin. Like you can kind of see she doesn't really have a, a, it's, it's just kind of gone. I just like how it looks all worn and shit. So now he she just kind of he she sits beside my ghosty dude that I'm not sure we've talked about the, the candle or, or not. No, I posted him in a reel. Yeah. I made a really, really long time on Instagram. I made one of those like weird things in our podcast studio yeah. that just makes sense videos. And Ghosty Candle is featured in there. But for those who don't know, Ghosty Candle came in a box of Halloween. Or he wouldn't come. He was left here in a box of Halloween decorations from the people who own the Doom Saloon last. And he is um, equal parts terrifying and really, really cute. <laughs> He's like a little kind of dirty old-timey sheet ghost candle what is he like seven eight inches maybe 
Yeah, I'd say so. He's holding a little jack-o'-lantern and whatnot. He, he's just like a classic kind of sheet ghost, yeah. real slender. He has no mouth or nope. expression, so you can't really tell. Sometimes he feels a little sinister. Sometimes he feels like a little buddy. Yeah, we just couldn't bring ourselves to like throw him out or burn him or anything. So he's yeah. just kind of a temporary or like a permanent Halloween decoration that lives in our room. Yeah, and now Venus ghosty. is his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have a little candy apple to set the mood for Halloween. Yeah, a little poison candy apple. I think it's so dumb. I keep hitting the dang microphone. You are going to take out that mic stand today. It's like I haven't done this ever. The, the live show is throwing you off. You're like, I can't do this without a studio audience now. I'm going squirrely. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we missed on the recap. Zapateria Labineria. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh, I remembered something really fun that I got to do. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me about Crime Door. Yeah. So Crime Door was there and they're this app that's basically like they like compile the entire internet rabbit hole on all these different true crime cases into like one little section on the case in the app. It's really cool. I've been meaning to download it and check it out, but I've also just been like, it's been a really busy week. I got a new job. Oh, yeah. It's been crazy. I went to the pumpkin patch yesterday. I did farm scene investigation. I found out what happened to Graham, or, uh, Farmer Joe. I almost said Uncle Joe. <laughs> Grandpa Joe. Uh, d- did you already make an announcement about uh, the 20? No, we're going to do that at the end of this, probably. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll leave that for the end then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but back to Crime Door and not Grandpa Joe. Fuck Grandpa Joe. <laughs> that man could walk the entire time. He could walk the whole time. He could. He, he could walk. He jumped up like nothing for chocolate you lying bitch they were eating gruel they were eating gruel back to crime door sorry (laughs) for real this time so they're launching a vr thing that like hits the masses next year i guess it looked crazy and i regret not doing it it was really fun um and i get nauseous with like normal vr stuff or it gives me migraines so i was kind of like not I was I didn't do it on the first day. I was like, I'll do this like after we perform. So if it like really messes with me, it won't like affect the entire reason why we came up here. But they actually designed their stuff so it doesn't do that. Oh, it's good. not a yeah. bunch of like random movement. So basically they had three ones that you could choose from the uh Delphi Murders Bridge, the John Bonet cr- Ramsey crime scene, and a Jack the Ripper one of his last victim that was like the most gruesome. And I think that they had one other like not true crime related. I want to say it was like a historical or like war thing for like if you were like more squeamish, you could do that one. That's but, still fun. Yeah, I chose Jean Benet because that's, <laughs> you know, one of the cases that I always return to to learn more about. And it was really cool and really fucking weird. I could imagine. So basically, it like started you in the hallway of the Ramsey's basement, and immediately you're like, "I'm not supposed to be seeing this." <laughs> uh, but it was done like incredibly respectfully. So like, they had like little navigation tools. So you end up going into the room of the basement where John Bonet's body was found, and like, it wasn't graphic or anything. It she had a blanket over her, and it was very uh, all you could see was like a little foot. It didn't make me feel like a like a scumbag. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I thought it was done really respectfully. And then they had a uh, little things you could look around and like select, and it would give you like little uh, 
like a text box that would pop up and give you like little details about the case and it kind of blew my mind because the guy who was showing me how to do it was like this one in particular is kind of crazy because other than John Ramsey because he's the one who found John Bonet down there like no one else got to see this scene and for that's me that's fucking wild yeah and for me being like a really big I'm just really interested in that case. Like, there were things that I'd heard online, like, oh, the basement was super, super cluttered, super messy, and all this stuff. And it was nice to, like, see it from my own eyes. And, like, looking around, I'm like, this is just average basement. Like, if this, if this is cluttered, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to know what my garage at home is, you know? <laughs> so it was really cool. Um, I don't know. Stuff like that's always interesting to me, just to see where true crime's kind of going to, like, go in the future yeah i thought that was interesting as hell i i genuinely regret not doing that i think i would have really liked the jack the ripper one i think you would have too uh wasn't there another booth that had like a like party games or something like that or it was like a like a like a murder mystery kind of thing yeah i think it was foul play games they yeah, had that's like what it was. murder mystery stuff they actually had some stuff going on upstairs in the main building but um we just never really got up there because that was when all the scheduled kind of group events were going on and yeah. we just didn't have time to do that but um would have been fun too yeah that looked really neat yeah i think we i think we got some cards or something sitting around from that but even then you remembered the name so we could probably look that up a little bit later and whatnot too they have like a space western one that i really want to do i think that that would be fun to do for like a yeah. halloween party and i think you only need like six people and you can do like online versions and i was reading more and you can do ones where like you don't have to know who the killer is even if you're throwing the party so it doesn't like spoil it for you which oh, i think fine. is awesome because that's usually the thing with like murder mysteries is like oh well i know who it is no one <laughs> yeah, else does but yeah. <laughs> yeah that is fun right i thought so too yeah. yeah but overall it was just a really cool experience i'm glad that we got to be a part of it um It'll be cool to see if they do another one next year. I definitely think that it was successful enough and there was enough like hype around it and participation that I think that it would be totally possible. It seemed to possible. have had a great turnout, yeah. Yeah, there was quite a few people there. I think the setup for it was perfect. Like, if you haven't been to <clears throat> the college or anything like that before, it's set up really great. Like, the room that we were in, they had, it, like, they had like a whole stage in there and then that's where they had the screen set up and whatnot and then they had you could walk around to the other side and they had a glass barrier much like on the other side but the side we were on was open the other side it was down it looked like they could open that up and then they had like an upward like audience area that did just it was just crazy looking to me like you could have two stages going at once or even just like one stage to perform to two people which was just insane to me it, it was a really cool space oh my dorky little heart loved the um we got to do our interview with Podcast Magazine in the Twin Peaks room. That was rad. He yeah. was like, we'll be in Twin Peaks 1. And I was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Hell yeah, we will. That's awesome. So on brand. Yeah, you were you were really pleased with that one. I and still I, need to see that show. I feel bad that I've still not even seen we'll it. We'll watch it. It's definitely a trip. And you're going to be like, what's happening? And I'm going to be like, I do not know. <laughs> it's just one of those. You know what I mean? You're going to be like, wait, who? I don't know. Oh, man. Twin Peaks, baby. Twin Peaks, Diamond Lynch. <laughs> oh, shit. You think this is a good place to call it? I think this is a good place to call it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Sideshow. And we do have a special announcement. Steven, you want to do it? Um, 
I don't remember the finer points outside of you can just tell me if I'm wrong when I when I finish it. But uh, on the 20th of this month, which I believe lands on a Thursday, we will be at Burial Grounds, uh, the coffee house in Olympia, and we will be doing a live show. When did you say about two o'clock? Yeah, yeah, two o'clock. It's going to be during their open mic set time that they're having for their funeral fundraiser. We will not be singing. There may be karaoke, but we will not be singing. We might do the theme song for you guys if enough people show up okay we'll do the theme song, yeah. <laughs> yeah so they're trying to hopefully raise enough funds to uh keep their business alive basically um they've been around for so long when i was a teenager i used to go to their old location and get those caffeinated cokes which is like literally oh, coke coca-cola with like espresso shots in it Jeez. And it makes the weirdest drink ever because I would walk around with it in a plastic cup, but it literally just looked like I was carrying a beer because it would be like that dark, like a Guinness. It'd be like that dark Guinness color. Oh, shit. And then it would have like a head on it. <laughs> it was like the weirdest drink ever, but it weirdly works. And now they're selling that. Yeah, I was just about to say, they've been just, yeah, they've just been selling that in the cans recently. Don't they have like vanilla bean and shit like that? Like they got like different flavors of the coffee stuff. I think so. And I've tried those. And you know what? Not as good. Not as good at all. Save burial grounds. So we got to save burial grounds. I don't even like coffee. <laughs> right? I you love can tell the smell that I, uh, this one was my idea because Steven <laughs> is not really the biggest coffee drinker, but burial grounds is so cool. We would really hate to see Olympia lose just a weirdo space. You know what I oh, mean? Absolutely. Where else can you go to get like a Bride of Frankenstein themed drink with skull latte are on top you know like we got to support wait they do skulls on top of your latte yeah they do like little uh skulls in the latte shit this might get me into coffee fuck they I have didn't know like that. other drinks that aren't coffee i bet they i bet they could make you something that you would like no nah, give me the latte with the fucking skull on top uh-oh he's drinking coffee now maybe and i'm scared possibly <laughs> i don't know with all the fucking coke that i already drink i mean how much <laughs> how much different a caffeination could that fucking be I don't know. I'm worried. I don't know. I don't know if the world is ready for highly caffeinated Steven Ramirez. I'm already fucking amped, dude. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe it would be like the opposite. It would work like ADHD medication for you and it would just calm you down. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't trust it. I don't, I don't trust it either. I think it would just make you. I don't trust you, that science, but I'm still get into it. It would just make you like erratic that's the only <laughs> word that was coming like erratic just erratic, just erratic behavior i'd find you at like a a karaoke bar like you don't like karaoke and you don't like bars but you just end up there on she back, she back. yeah on your caffeine spray oh, baby, she move, she move. are you sure you're not gonna break that out at the open mic i can't make any promises <laughs> all right well until next time, friends. Love you.